Presented by Baseline Times Media. Ladies and gentlemen, it's another one for the NBA Finals. We have a rematch, and for the fourth time in a row. Ladies and gentlemen, hello world. Welcome to another episode of the Shooter Pass Podcast. On behalf of Baseline Times Media, I'm one of your hosts today, Chevy, and I have a couple co-hosts, Demario Marcus, fellas. How's it going today? The story of Adnan. <laughs> Like, I mean, it just came out. I'm going crazy. Isn't I it Adonis? Adonis. Adnan. I don't know. All I see is, uh, it might be Adonis or Adnan. I, I have no, all I know is that this is hip hop. Like, this is ruthless. I'm excited. NBA finals. Ron's about to get swept, but Pusha is actually making me a little happy before my boy gets swept in the finals. So, that's where I'm at today. Taco Tuesday, too. Shout out to tequila man i i don't know i'm i'm speechless I, i'm speechless right now i i just what i like what i like about first of all what i liked about the doopy or duppy freestyle from drake is that it was it was no gangster stuff it was no like i push drugs i do this it was like straight like some it was just good bars good facts good factual stuff what I like about Push and what I knew it was going to be some, some trouble is he said, drug dealing aside, ghost riding aside, let's have a heart-to-heart about your problem. I was like, oh, like he's not even going to be on that street stuff. Like This is just bar after bar after bar after bar. And Many people saw this coming, man. Yeah, this is, this is Cause, dope. Because when Drake went at Meek, the people automatically jumped on his side, man. Twitter was memeing Meek to death. Every well, the bar, reason, every well, the reason why Drake Twitter did that is because, number one, Meek kind of came for Drake in, like, a really weird way and was on That's Twitter. True. And then, like, Drake releases, like, literally back-to-back diss tracks, and Meek just went missing. Like, how do you claim to live in the studio as a rapper? Like, you know, all rappers claim to live in the studio. And how does it... Meek, you're a battle rapper. This is like, very this true. Is, this is your lane. It's like me... Going up to LeBron and challenging him to a basketball. Like, you play basketball. This is your lane. This is what you do. So it's going to be interesting for Drake's camp. Like, they have to respond because now his push is all over. And if you don't respond, and if I'm pushing, if Drake doesn't respond before Friday, I, I, like, I put out, you know, I'll put out another one. Just like something just, you know, this is volume two. Something just, you know, I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to rock. I mean, because now it's a, no, this is hip hop. This is hip hop. I love There's it. There's a, a picture of Drake and Future going around Twitter right now, and the caption is, "What a time to be a deadbeat." Oh, okay. Oh, can we leave Future out of this, please? <laughs> oh, that hurt. We don't have to do that. <laughs> that hurt. There's no, there's no proof Future is a deadbeat. Oh, that hurt. Like the song hasn't even dropped. Like it's been like a, what, less than an hour, right, guys? It, I mean, I have, I have to defend Future, dude. Twitter Man, is. That hurts. I mean, the internet's undefeated right now. That's cool. Twitter is the most. Twitter's so. I feel good on Twitter because every now and then I'll post like something, right, or I'll like comment on something, and people will be like, "Oh," and then I'll get, I'll see like a like like an even wittier response, and an even wittier, and an even wittier. I'm like, and I'm like, oh my, Twitter is crazy. Twitter is. The internet is Here's the one to entertain our folks with. Drake had every woman in the world in a nice robot video except his baby mama. Oh! <laughs> the internet is hilarious. Oh, no. <sighs> was she in the God's Plan video? Oh, no. Man. That was not a part of God's Plan. <laughs> man. I don't know, fellas. But, uh... Man. I don't know. I'm speechless, man. We'll see. We're, we're waiting, Drizzy. We're waiting. He's got all week. I don't no, know. Don't. It's, it's oh the floor the floor is his. Wow. Let's go. Twitter's Get funny off. though. Twitter, Twitter's DJ Academic says Drake might have to tag boxing in the game. <laughs> Man, nah, like oh my God, you got academics cracking on you. Oh, yeah. you're on a low point. Uh, uh, Bro, yeah. yeah, everybody. Yeah, everyone's like this is head. like Pac level of disrespect, like straight up. Like it's bad. I love it. I love it. We'll see. We'll we'll see we'll see what's up though. But uh, on the flip side here, fellas, we we've got an NBA Finals to talk about um on this episode, and um just us three today, and we're gonna go ahead and kill the show. So, listening, folks, we've got the recap of the conference finals. We'll talk about our NBA Finals predictions, 
of course. We'll get to the LeBron James talk. And always, we'll start off here with the conference finals recap. Uh, fellas, the Celtics defeated in seven games by none other than the only king of the East, LeBron James and his Cavaliers. Marcus, here's another episode of I Told You So. As I Boston mean, didn't take it in six. I think I'm the only one who said it was going to go se- I thought I said Boston in seven. No, originally you had six, but it's okay. Maybe seven. seven. Maybe we we, we did kind of recorrect it. And by the way, shout out to Gabe because uh, Gabe did change his prediction to uh, Celtics in five. I think something like that in the last episode. So shout out to you, Gabe. You're wrong. <laughs> 100% wrong. <laughs> but um no, I mean fellas, what what did we expect? Look, um I'm all about giving credit when it's due. First and foremost, I want to say with the Boston Celtics, man, what an incredible season. Um I think that those young the young core, that's like one of my favorite teams like when it comes to young core that's out there that I wanted to watch this season. Um um on top of the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Philadelphia 76ers, this was one of the the cores here. I mean, I saw Jalen Brown last year. I saw Rozier and what those guys could do for the um, the Celtics, especially when Isaiah Thomas struggled or he was out with an injury. Um, and those were guys that were just balling, especially I got a chance to see them in Orlando last year. So, I mean, shout out to those guys. I see him progress another year. Um, Brad Stevens. I don't, I don't know what else we have to say about Brad Stevens on these podcasts anymore. Incredible coach. The best in the business. He is. And I, and I agree. Um, Jason Tatum, very jealous that he didn't fall top three to us, or excuse me, the Magic didn't even fall top three last year. Love Jason Tatum. That's like, that's like true, like rookie that's that understands the game, has some things to work on, like all rookies, but I mean, he looks like he's ahead of the game. Um, so I, I'm glad that things are working out for the Celtics. Um, uh, but let's not discredit them. Like, it's, at the end of the day, dude, you played LeBron James without. Some star players without your all stars, uh, it's just gonna happen. It took him to seven. He took him seven games. Absolutely, unlike those bitch ass Raptors. Can I just say something real quick? Like at this point, even though they're young, just balling aside, are we pretending like that Tatum and Brown aren't better than like Kevin Love and Kyle Korver and Jeff Green? Because I, I mean, because I saw something going around the internet and it was like, well, the Cavaliers team is better than the Boston Celtics team. Like, Brad Stevens is 100%, 100%, like, greater than Lou. Like, first of all, yeah, the Cavs, they have, you know, LeBron, who's obviously the best in the business. But when you look, I mean, give me present-day Tatum, give me present-day Brown, give me present-day Rozier over George Hill, and they proved it. I mean, J.R. Smith averaged, what, like, two points on the road as a veteran. Like, today... I'm watching like PTI and all these shows, and like I'm just like, man, like JR, why is JR Smith starting? Necessity. Like he's had like, I mean, he's been getting dogged on D. I mean, there was one point Brown was just at his throat every single possession. And I mean, this Boston team is so good. They have so many great problems. Like next year coming back, you have Kyrie, who's a top you know, 15 to 20 NBA player. You have Gordon, who's a top, you know, 20 to 25 NBA player. You can't have Rozier really coming off the bench now, can you? Can't, I mean, like, where's Tatum going to play? Where's Brown going to play? I mean, this is a scary, scary team. Like, they were one shot, I'm sorry, uh, you know, one quarter away from the NBA Finals without their two best players in a team full of, babies like children straight up like last time lebron wasn't in the finals most of these kids were in junior high high school i mean Mm -hmm. this team is scary scary good i have a fun fact a fun fact so when bill russell reached his eighth straight nba finals he had seven teammates in the clincher six out of the seven players were hall of famers LeBron just clinched his eighth straight nba finals and his highest scoring teammate in his number two in a game seven was Jeff Green. Like, facts. I don't think, like, and like, you know, I think we get caught up on, like, the finals record. He's been the underdog in seven out of the nine NBA finals. Like, it just, you know, just is what it is. Like, we've been, 
for years, we've always said that the Allen Iverson 01 76ers team was probably one of the worst teams to go to the NBA finals, correct? And, you know, <clears> Iverson <throat> had like Dikembe as his number two, who was 16 and 12. And then Eric Snow averaged 12. Aaron McKee averaged eight. LeBron, his number two, who didn't play in the last two games, was Kevin Love, averaging like just 14 points a game. And LeBron averaged 34. Like, ah, oh, man, like there were some of these games where you're like, how are, how is this team winning? Like, oh, man, it's crazy. Like, it's just crazy to watch. And they're about to get abused in the finals, and people are going to be like, oh, three and six, three and six, three and six. But this is nuts considering in February we were all, like, this team had been written off. There was the Raptors on the East. It was, like, you know, Boston was going to be better than them. Right. The Bucks, right. the Bucks were better than them. Like, like, you know, I mean, like, you know how it is. Yeah. And now those same people, now the East is watered down and it's weak and – even Stephen A. Smith got on yesterday. It was like, well, you know, we're giving us praise for LeBron and it's the greatest performance ever. But, oh, well, you know, the Celtics are missing two All-Stars. You know, he played the pace. There was so many excuses. But at the end of the day, you got to go and play the ball games. There's teams that challenge them. And LeBron, you know, came and, and, and brought, brought his best game. Um, His game seven was 35-15-9. And in that elimination game, he's performing in elimination games very well. Um... But yeah, on, on the topic of the Cowboys and LeBron, I mean, look, guys, I, I don't know. When else are we going to see somebody take a team eight times in a row to the finals? <laughs> it's, not even, it's not even that he's taking these teams. It's who he's actually taking. Like, Matthew Deladova, uh, Timothy Mosgoff, like, George Hill. Like, Larry Nance and... Larry Nance and uh, what's his name? Jordan Clarkson were on the Lakers with Kobe, and they were like a lottery team, and Kobe retired. <laughs> like, you know, like, and then you, like, when you look at, like, you know, when you look at these teams, you're kind of sitting here, you're like, man, like, you put present day Kevin Durant on this Cavs team, they don't even make the playoffs. Like, we watched Kevin Durant go down to Houston. He was, what, three for 16 shooting in the fourth up right. until, like, game six and seven with right. no assists. And he has two of the greatest shooters to ever play basketball. That's why when people compare LeBron and Durant, I'm like, man, do y'all, do y'all not understand? It's one thing to watch basketball. You can watch and be like, oh, okay, cool. Like, that's a good player. That's a good player. But if you honestly watch LeBron, Ramon James, and Kevin Durant play, and you think that they're, like, like you think you can like it's no way to compare the two players. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. And I love Kevin Durant. Like I like I went online the other day. I was like he's like probably like offensively gifted, the most gifted player that I've ever watched play. Like crazy, crazy. But that's like all oh, that's like you know that's it. Like you're not seeing Durant chase down Terry Rozier and get the block. You're not seeing Durant set up bum ass Jeff Green and Kyle Korver <laughs> off that double screen. You're not seeing that. <laughs> Kevin Durant can't even set up Steph and Clay. And those are like two of the greatest shooters ever. You know, it it, it it that's a that's a big point that was brought up, and you know, we'll get to that that series with Houston. But that's a it's a big point, the good point to bring up. Um, really quick with this series here, um, any kind of beef with Kyrie Irving missing Game Seven? Now it was due to nasal surgery. Uh, supposedly it's it wasn't emergency surgery, so it's not like he had to get it done anytime soon. Um. How do you guys Why are you, you getting nasal surgery game seven of like <laughs> what? Like, come on now, that's stupid, bro. Kyrie is who we thought he was. We Kyrie is so upset with this team. Put it this way, Kyrie, his ego right now was just crazy humble. The team that you wanted to demand a trade from just made it to the NBA Finals without you. They lost one less game than they did last year with you. With all of this chaos, this Cleveland team was just one game worse without Kyrie. You then go to Boston. You start balling out with Boston. Cool. Your bum knee breaks for the 50th time. This team then goes on to the Eastern Conference Championship game seven without you. Kyrie's upset. Like he literally, like, no lie, I guarantee you, he's sitting on his burner account, like KD, he's sitting <laughs> passive aggressive. Oh, I'm sorry, passive aggressive. Uh, tweets and he's leaving comments under people's page. He's upset right now. His ego, because you know what? I'm upset. My ego, my ego will be like, damn, both my teams don't need me. Like, if Marcus Smart doesn't go one for fifty shooting, Boston Celtics might be in a championship right now without Kyrie. Will they win it? Facts. Probably not. But that's a fact. 
And I, I, like, will, I will say this, though, <clears throat> that even Rozier, he, he didn't really play too different than what you can get from Kyrie. I mean, he's, he's well, not... I don't think Kyrie starts chucking up those threes in game seven like that. I mean, no, not maybe. at all. Yeah, but I don't, I don't think, I don't, I don't think eh, that's a, it's, it's a good problem. I don't think it's a good and bad problem for Boston when it comes down to, you know, what, what's, what's going to happen ahead of time here for them. So I don't know. I think I felt like Rozier gave, gave you something similar to what Kyrie can give you. Defensively, Rozier is great. Not discrediting yeah. him, but I mean, he gave you, you know, obviously the game seven was terrible, but the games prior to that, you know, you, you get something similar, similar out of, of him, but I don't know. If I I'm think Boston, is, if I'm Boston straight up on Super God, on whoever you believe in, I'm trading Kyrie this summer. I'm trading Kyrie. I'm trying to get Anthony Davis. I'm going to try to get Kawhi. Like, I'm going to try to get anything. I don't, you don't need Kyrie on this team. Like, I mean, you I mean like, man, Hayward? Dude, I, man, man, this, these, put it this way. I haven't, I think Tatum is probably the greatest thing since sliced bread, if I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I the agree. Way that Absolutely. boy ball, he went at LeBron Ramon. He went at the king, bro. He dunked on LeBron. There are, there are grown men, like, with, with, with baby mamas that don't go at LeBron. Like, they're like, LeBron strikes fear in, in players. You see it on the court. See, Tatum, ta- why are you talking about DeMar DeRozan like this right it's, now? It's facts. <laughs> Tatum, like, bro, Tatum. Tatum showed me that he is a future MVP. I agree. He showed me that he is a future, like, Hall of – like, Tatum – like, put it this way. Besides, I think it was game five or six to where he had, like, a bad shooting night, that was not your average 21-year-old rookie. No. He wasn't. I mean, that boy was balling, bro. Like, straight up. And, and who he was balling against. Like, you're balling against your hero. Like, and there were times where he was going at LeBron's neck, and I'm like, yo, this dude is nice. A rookie? Like, straight up. That was, that was, dis- I mean, man, and man, whoo, I can't, I don't even know what to say. He, he, like, he straight up. 18, four rebounds a game, and he was shooting the ball 50% from the field in those seven games. But as, that's a rookie we're talking about here. And he led them, he led them, he led them pretty well. I will say I'm I'm Tatum's the kind of guy you want to see work with a Braun like or a Kobe in the offseason and and next year come out. But you're right. I, I think the Celtics move on. Have to move on from Kyrie at this point. If if it, the chance is given for pulling a Kyrie and Anthony Davis, they'll they'll pull the trigger. And look, I've said this. I've been a fan of Danny Ainge in the last year and a half. What he's doing, I have no question that he might pull some some trick like that out of the sleeves. Shout out to Danny Ainge. They know what they were doing. Like, you got... All right, put it this way. Like, Kyrie's great. We all love Kyrie, right? But I always say, like, with a player like Kyrie, it's kind of... You know, it's weird because you're not... I mean, you got that bum knee. There's, I, I guarantee there's beef brewing. Like, there's no way Kyrie with that same... Kyrie didn't get along with LeBron. I think LeBron is probably the easiest human being to get along with. Can you imagine Kyrie going to practice next year with all these young boys and these young boys is looking at him like, we don't need you. We just got... We just we just got within a couple of minutes of dethroning LeBron. We don't need you, bruh. Like, I don't know. I just... And why are you getting nasal surgery during game seven? <laughs> exactly. As like a teammate, that, like, you question that. You question that. You come... Could really? you imagine if LeBron was out for a game seven and just randomly got nasal surgery? The whole world would be like, it would end. People, he's the worst teammate. People would just be bringing up any and everything. But it's Kyrie, so we're, you know, we're like, you know, we're trying to downplay it. But Absolutely. I, I don't know, man. Absolutely. They're going to have, they're going to have an interesting summer. A great summer in Boston. They will. Interesting Shout out to Boston, man. Great fans. You guys, they've they done a thing. All right, gentlemen, we'll move over to the Western Conference. Finals that ended in seven as well. <clears throat> the Golden State Warriors defeat the Rockets and head back to their fourth straight NBA Finals. We have Chris Paul, CP3, who may be one of the most jinxed NBA players ever. Went down with a hamstring injury in game five. Didn't play game six or seven. 
Um, wow. He didn't I'm, have those May playoff legs. I'm yet. upset. I'm I'm, I'm I'm upset, man, because um first and foremost, I did lose money on this series. <laughs> Second, um yeah, you know what, Marcus, you did get the last laugh here. You certainly did. A sixty five win team and um uh, It's just it's just different, man. Twenty seven missed threes. Twenty you, are you kidding me? In a goddamn league where you where you <laughs> where these dudes are just bombing threes. You missed 27 in a row in Game 7 of the Western Conference Finals. You chose this game to miss. Painful, man. It wasn't Painful. even the missed shots. It was the, the, the actual shot selection. It was terrible. Like, I agree. There was one play where they got an offensive rebound. It kind of got kicked to Trevor Ariza, and he just chucks it back up. I mean, they, that was a bad NBA game. That was I, a bad I can't game. even be, be mad at the Warriors. I, really, like, I can't even be mad at, like, I, I don't know. I, you can't. You really can't. We knew the third quarter. We knew the third quarter was coming around, and you had one job. Just hold the lead. And, and the thing is, we were doing the math. You hit about five of those threes. That's a 15-point swing, right, guys? Yeah. That's, that's disappointing. It really is. Um, I want to talk about James Harden here for a little bit. James Harden. Um, I don't think we can... I I don't I think there's gonna be a lot of flack he's gonna get, but I I don't think he deserves all of that. I think James Harden um did what he could do. I mean you can't fall Harden for sort of setting his teammates up or passing the ball left, right, and out of you know out of some of these situations and his teammates missing or taking a bad shot. Um and then especially by his MVP year. Um he's my MVP. I feel that, you know, the addition of Chris Paul. The comment was brought up in the recent days that in the past that Chris Paul turned Harden into an MVP candidate. False. Which I disagree with. That's false. I, yeah. I absolutely disagree. And the one thing I said in the season preview be, after this trade happened, and I believe, Marcus, we had discussion with, uh, with Nate, is I said James Harden might take a hit on his assists this year um, just because the ball handling could be in Chris Paul's hand a little bit more. The scoring didn't go down too much. I mean, Harden's numbers didn't change drastically at all. Um, no, not at all. They didn't. He he still averaged, um, you know, thirty points this year, eight point eight assists in this year. Um, the numbers didn't change. They he he really didn't. Um, his shooting was pretty standard from last year, so it wasn't like his game got impacted greatly. I don't know. He's still my MVP. Hands down. Even after the series. Um, do you guys feel the same way about Harden so far? Here's here's my thing. I think the NBA awards should be given out the last day of the season. I love the awards show. I love that idea. Right. But the reason why is because, I mean, I'm a huge LeBron homer. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. LeBron's the MVP every single year. Like, period. Like, we, I mean, we watched... <laughs> his team go from 60 wins to lottery back to 60, back to the finals. He's like, it does like that's. So I think that what happens is, is that when you see a James Harden who dominated the regular season, right? Like dominated. Like I had him on my fantasy team. The guy stays shooting over 50%. Like he has all these fire, fire numbers. And we're like, damn, this guy is going to do that in the playoffs. But in the playoffs, it's a lot different. People don't understand the playoffs. So I think that when you have people now, they're upset because they're like, well, like, for instance, James Harden in his last five games against a great defensive Golden State Warrior team, he shot 38%. That's on that Lonzo. Like, you know, he basically was Lonzo Ball, like shooting, right? Three-point percentage, 20%. Like, he, he just – he didn't shoot the ball well. He wasn't that dominant James Harden. So, of course, people were like, well, the MVP, MVP, that's a regular season award. Exactly. Like, we watched Tatum ball hard, but Tatum was not in the conversation with Ben and with Donovan. You know, we watched like what Tatum does in the playoffs is totally different than what the regular season. So I think that we need to give out the right. awards the, the day after, because then we have these shitty tastes in our mouth. Like put it this way, when we're going to watch the NBA awards show in two, three weeks, James Harden is going to win MVP. And it's going to be like hindsight. Like we're going to look at it like, well, why is he MVP? He only did. But in reality, we're going to forget about the regular season because it's not that he didn't have a good playoff performance. It's just that they just 
he wasn't hitting the shots that he was in the regular season, and his right. teammates were hitting the shots that they were in the regular season, and they were missing Chris Paul. So, right. I don't know. It's just a really weird situation. Like, I give him, like, a strong C+. He didn't disappear like he did last year, but he has a lot to work on as far as his, like, shots, like, as far as, like, the certain shots that he takes. And I feel like a lot of this series, he was doing the Russell Westbrook to where he was passing at the very last second with like half a second on the shot clock and having Eric Gordon having to finesse into this crazy ass, you know, acrobatic shot instead of, I don't know, man, it was weird. It was a weird, weird, weird series. And I hate, hate, hate that Chris Paul was not involved. Uh, absolutely. Ah, it really hurt my, hurt my soul. And I feel with James, um, he shot 57% from the two, from within, you know, within two, uh, shot 24% in a series from three. I felt that especially in, in uh, the game seven, um, the ability for him to get to the hole. The, the thing about the Warriors, they played small. There was no significant shot blocking um, in, the, in the paint for the Warriors. And we talked about Clint Capella. I mean, when this guy was rolling to the basket, he was unstoppable. He was always open. There was nobody under the basket. Um, the offensive rebound for the Rockets, exceptional. And it gave them a fighting chance. For James to continue to shoot threes as well you know obviously we talked about the officiating there was a couple of plays where he should have he should have had a four-point play and they waved it off i mean the guy was in motion with his hand you know halfway in the sky and they waved off that that basket he made and called it on the ground so i think there's little things here and there where all right it's not james's fault but at the same time you know go with what the defense is giving you and take that thing to the hole so, you know, and even though I think James does a great job of finding his teammates. So when you sit back, dribble, let the shot clock run out, like you were saying to Mario, maybe he's past the last minute or chucks up a three. It's not a good, it's not a good series. And then, but 27 in a row, man. I mean, I just can't believe it. Even today. Prime example. Game, I forget it was game uh, seven. It was game five. They won because of Chris Paul. James was 5 for 21 and 0 for 11 shooting threes. At what point, at, at, at my, me being 0 for 6, I'm like, you know what? <laughs> Maybe tonight isn't my night. You know, it's the equivalent of like, how many times are you going to slide into a DM for a girl to be like, you know, like, <laughs> it's like, man, like I slide in every single morning, like with good morning, good afternoon, good night, good morning, good afternoon. At, at like my 11th, attempt i'm gonna be like you know what this ain't for me and that's the one thing that i like about lebron it's the one thing that i like about a young like ben simmons is that ben knows that he can't shoot and he doesn't shoot but he still somehow averages 16 to 18 points right so i feel like that like at i mean after i'm 08 i'm gonna be like you know what maybe i'm gonna do something else and that game he had four assists a playmaker like James Harden, four assists because he started to just live and die by it. And I feel like where a lot of teams fail with Golden State is when they try to, like, you cannot out-Golden State, Golden State. You cannot out-drug deal, push your T on a song. Like, you know, you cannot out-floss Jay-Z on a song. You can't, I agree. You can't speak that ignorant shit in an interview like Kanye West. Like, there's certain things you can't do. You're not gonna, you know, like, you just can't do it. And he tried to out Golden State, Golden State, and yeah, I mean. Well, I, and I said that. I said, you know what? The, the luxury that I love about having Chris Ball on this team and, and to, to go up against the Warriors is that, you know, it's not about playing a slow game and forcing, you know, you still want to get your threes. That's what they strived on all year. The Rockets were, you know, a 50-50 club, meaning that half their shots they took were three-point shots. And um, it, it, it was okay, but you can't. In my opinion, you couldn't battle back and forth playing the Warriors game. Um, the, I, I, the defense was great. I there was some defense I saw from great the Warriors. Defense. I mean, excuse me, from the Rockets that I didn't expect to see. They played the pass. James league. Harden played great defense. He did. Like I was, he stuck with. Dur- I mean, it's so hard to guard Durant. Nobody can guard Durant in the world. Not one single person. Not prime Gary Payton. Not prime Mike. Not prime Scotty. Not prime anybody. And he was sticking with Durant. Their defense was great. It just was there. In a weird way, look, isn't it weird going into this series if you would have told me that Houston's defense will bail out their offense? Like, straight up. Like, there were, times where I, there were times where I was like, yo, why is their defense so good? Why is their offense so shitty? 
it, it was it was it was a complete one eighty. Um, I want to shout out a guy, PJ Tucker. I think he, I, he, I think he had, he had a great, great conference finals for them. Um, I mean, he's under contract. Um, and it's somebody that you know they'll definitely want to keep around on that team. Um, him, Eric Gordon too as well. I felt like Eric Gordon had a, eh, he had a iffy. Uh, I think game seven he showed up, but you know earlier in the series he started off a little cold. Um. But, Why was Gerald Green shooting so many threes yeah, yesterday? Gerald Green. Who, who gave him that? <laughs> you know I what mean, Gerald Green did? He, 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 some, he hit some big seven. ones in the series. I won't lie to you, but I mean, yeah, yeah, last but night was disgusting. Why is Ryan Anderson getting $20 million? Like, there are so many question marks right now. Yeah. I was, why did they keep switching Ryan Anderson on Stephen Curry? Did I Steph don't understand. Using that boy. Oh, man, he had a crossover. I thought his knees, I thought he Kyrie'd himself. I was like, oh, my God, somebody pray for this boy. Like, <laughs> here's the question, though. Knowing what we know about this historic Golden State team, how great they are, what are teams not doing in the locker room? I, I feel like, I mean, well, I, I mean, what are they plus, like, 130 in the, in the third? Why do teams come out so lax? Like, this team uh, had, well, like a 9- or 10-point lead at the halftime yesterday, and then it right. disappeared, and then they went on that run. Knowing, like, we know this as fans, so obviously, like, the team has to know this. What are teams doing in the locker room? Like, what are they doing? Are they just not coming out prepared? Like, what's going on? I don't know. I think they just tie themselves out in the first half because it's meant it's it's a mental thing. They're like, oh, we got to outscore Golden State in the first half, while Golden State's just thinking, hey, we got to keep it, you know, decently close. That's true. Well, I, like I said, I, I like the fact this year coming, and the reason why I thought the Rockets were, were were heavy favorites, in my opinion, to to basically go to the finals, is because of their the flexibility. You could play a two man game. You notice that we there's so much talk about the ISO ball and D'Antoni believing in it, which I, you know, to a certain extent, I did believe in it. Um, and only because guess what you could do, you can switch Chris Paul on Steph Curry. You play that two man pick pick and roll game with Steph Curry and Harden. He was cooked. Curry was getting cooked this entire series. Chris Paul goes down. Guess what happens? You hide Curry on a PJ Tucker in the corner. Let your other defenders, without Andre Iguodala, focus on James Harden. Kind of a wrap when the other guys can't hit shots. Trevor Reza 0 for 12. Um, he did have to chase around Durant. Um, you know Eric Gordon shot nine of 22 in Game Seven. Um, you know PJ Tucker was five for nine. Harden was uh 12 for 29. And Capella had a, had a great game in the first half. After the first half, you know, they they stopped looking for him. You know, he only finished with um you know, nine of ten from the field, twenty points. So oh, but moving forward for the Rockets, they're gonna have to look forward to paying Chris Ball max money if they want to keep him around. Um, I would say at his age, nothing more than like a three year deal. Maybe four years with a player option in the last year. And then uh, maybe try to woo LeBron and James to Houston. Can I say something real quick? So here's the deal. With a team like Houston, like hypothetically, like with a guy like Chris Paul, like Marcus, Chev, like what would you do in this? Because this is an interesting situation. This is a situation is. right now to where it's like, I mean, we know Brown's going to lose pretty soon. So let's just say it's two weeks from now. Golden State just won their title. And like as a man, like, if I'm Chris Paul, if I'm LeBron, I'm, like, on some real G shit straight up. I'm like, yo, we both got to put our egos aside. We both got to take less money because we want to re-sign a Clint Capella. You know, you want to try to get, like, let's say, like, a J.J. Redickish. You need another shooter. Because, like, this team went to a game seven against this mighty Warriors team without a – like, this team is right there. This is a championship team. So for me, I'm thinking like, man, it's going to be a lot of ego. This is going to be an interesting situation because they're right here. Like they're like, hey, I'm in the I'm in the arena. I can win a championship. I just hope that ego doesn't get aside. I hope that Chris Paul doesn't think that he's worth Anthony Davis max money. Because this hamstring injury is something that's going to I mean, hell, next year, this time, he might be the same thing. This is something that he's had all season. Ah, man, so many questions. I'm interested. I'm interested to see what Houston does. Absolutely. But I agree. The, the egos need to be set aside. I agree. We'll, we'll see. And then, you know, you obviously have 
the coach is also going to be concerned. Should LeBron James join your team? And D'Antonio, how he operates. But, I mean, I agree. Without Chris Paul, they pushed him right to that edge. They were a good few three-pointers missed away from probably winning that game or pushing it to overtime, unfortunately. Yeah. But um, we'll see. The Rock- the Rockets the Rockets will look to have to try and keep, um, you know, um, Chris Paul around. And you know what? Shout out to Daryl Moore because um, a lot of people kind of laughed at what he had said. You know, it's an arms race when he got Chris Paul and, you know, they were they were built to compete with the the Warriors and wanted to, you know, focus around being a team that could beat them. And um, they're all they're almost there. So I don't know. I I don't think we can laugh too much at Daryl Morey with that. And uh, we'll see. But uh, definitely, I, in my opinion, one of the places that LeBron should look at in the list, obviously, as being talked about. And Shout out to the Rockets, man. Just yeah. please. Great great season. And they're right there. Yeah. They're right there. They are. Just so unfortunate that um I'm upset though. I'm I lost the bread, so I'm upset. <laughs> I, 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 this is the only time today that I've talked about the Rockets. Couldn't even walk I mean, into the office and talk about the playoffs. I mean you put your faith in Chris Paul. Yeah. I told you. Yeah. I warned you. Uh, man. But I love Chris. I mean, look, I grew up watching Chris the point guard and you know from way back when he was a rookie, and, and you know, uh, he's one of my favorite guards, point guards of all time, so, fantastic. you know, um, just not seeing him maybe able to get over that hump to a final, it's a little bit disappointing, um, but yeah, I love Chris Paul, funny story, you know, sometimes I would, um, growing up as a kid playing ball, you know, I'd always get the Chris Paul fade, man, so, Chris Paul had an influence somewhere, down the line of my haircut and my, my game, so, Chris, Please. I mean, go spend $1.5 million on your body or something, dude. Go go rehab with Braun this offseason, please. Because <laughs> that's ridiculous. It's the worst luck. I mean, just to, you know, kind of wrap up with them, it's just, it's the worst luck, man. I've never, I, I don't know, it's been a long time since we've kind of seen that. I mean, T-Max had his back injuries. um, But to really get to that point and then cut short, I mean, he was so pissed, man. I know he was, and he's on that bench just. The camera I was with can to him, and he was just so pissed. But I shout out to CP3, man. Do your thing, bro. Get healthy. We'll see you next year. But, uh, gentlemen, we have a we have a rematch. A rematch for the 2018 NBA Finals. Let's get to it. The Cleveland Cavaliers will visit the Golden State Warriors for Game 1, as the Warriors have the home court advantage in this series. Fourth straight year. LeBron James taking a team of players against the Super Four uh, in Golden State. First and foremost here, uh, just to kind of go through the series here. So again, LeBron James heads to his eighth straight NBA Finals. Um, What I want to open up this conversation about the Finals, gentlemen, um, is thoughts on this matchup, though. It's the fourth in a row. Is this a good or bad thing for the league to see this? Since people are like, eh. The league's I'm been like watch. this. There's been like 10 champions in the last 40 plus years. This is what the league is. You had the Celtics dynasty of the whole entire 60s. The 70s was a wash. The 80s was Magic or Bird. The 90s was Mike with a sprinkle of a came. And then ever since Mike retired, you either had Duncan Kobe or LeBron like it's been this the league this is what the NBA is and it's all the NBA has always been about super teams it's always been about that like this isn't bad for the league the league is flourishing what's bad for the league is the bullshit that the NFL is doing this is great for the league because you do have those put it this way the league's gonna take another shift pretty soon you see these young teams you see you know like the young Celtics teams you see the young Philly teams so People that are saying it's bad for the league, the league's always been like this. Magic went to eight finals in the 80s. Was it bad then? Was the league watered down then? No, it's only bad when LeBron's involved. But we Le- always have this conversation that, look, history repeats itself. How many times do you have to tell us, Demario, that this always happens? It always, I have to say this like every other podcast. People, because people are like, for instance, like Dustin, shout out to Dustin. He isn't like a big NBA fan. So he's like, oh, this is bad for the league. And then you actually break down and he's like, oh, I didn't even know that. Because that's the thing is that 
everything nowadays, because we live in this worldwide web era of like Twitter and tweets and Instagram and Facebook, and we get everything right now. But in reality, it's always been like this. Like this is, this is just what the NBA is. You know, I don't think it's a bad thing. I mean, I personally, I think it's going to be a terrible NBA finals. Yep. Like, I think it's going to be really, put it this way, LeBron last year averaged 34, 12, and 10 on one of the most efficient NBA finals that we've ever seen, and they lost in five. And this year's team is 20 times worse than last year's team. Last year's team at least had a healthy low. We have a concussion. Look, bro. Kevin Love is Troy Aikman right now. Like this guy is just I, I don't I, I don't even like I, I like I have no idea. Like LeBron's number two is Jeff Green or Kyle Korver. This is gonna be ugly. To be honest, I, if I'm being real, Thursday I'm traveling. I'm probably not gonna watch the game Thursday. This weekend's my cousin graduate. I, I probably won't watch any of the games if I'm being 100. percent It's gonna be ugly. But Demario, you you just said that this always happens. Now you sound like those folks who aren't gonna watch. No, 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 no. I'm well, kidding, though. But it's just it's just a point. different situation now. Yeah, because it's like, absolutely. You know, like if okay, like if there's a you know if there's a healthy love, if there's a healthy Kyrie, if there's like you know a healthy team, but love isn't healthy. Kyrie is ditching his own teammates <laughs> for nasal surgery. I mean, it's just a. I mean. Man, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and compare this to like 2014. Um, obviously coming into that finals, though, we never expected the Spurs to kind of ride that series up that quick, right? Um, yeah. But I think it's gonna look very similar to that. Very, very similar. I mean, they'll scrap out one game, um, and then the rest of the games. Marcus, look. First of all, we talked about you in the sweep shit last year. It didn't happen. <laughs> last year it didn't happen. <laughs> LeBron and them win one game. <laughs> Ah, I don't. I I just, bro. I don't know. It's I don't just, see that happening. It's just different this time. I so they like, might scrap it. Oh, give me a goddamn break. They year, might scrap was, one out. There's LeBron and at least has some help. They nah, might, man. Like, <laughs> they might scrap one. But look, I, I look. I compare it to this series because, um, you know, well, we expect this this time, right? I compare it to the series because it's gonna be very similar like that. Because guess what's gonna happen? In two weeks, you're gonna have probably the biggest sport in the entire world start up. And the NBA is not going to matter at all. So they'll get their money in the four games, five games, and move on, let the World Cup be over with. And that's that. You know, I'm looking up the game, uh, game five, 2014 NBA finals. Man, that was an ugly game. It was very I'm ugly. Gonna... And Man, that, that was, was on Father's Day. I remember I, I, like, I watched it <laughs> yes. with my pop and my siblings. <laughs> and I was just, and I was sitting there in my heat jersey, just <laughs> like, Wow, I cannot wait to be a Cleveland Cavalier fan next year. <laughs> like that was such a bad game. Like, oh, that man. was that was, was the last time there was a World Cup, and I'm telling you, this this history is going to repeat itself. You know what was brutal? What was brutal was that series, uh, Kawhi Leonard in that series. Like, I believe he averaged like set. Okay, he averaged. 18, 6, 2, and 1, and was finals MVP. And in that 2011 series, LeBron averaged better numbers, and he was considered a flop. Isn't that funny how the NBA works? Yeah. Like, I remember watching, and, like, LeBron did have, like, some shitty moments in that, but it's just funny how, like, Kawhi won MVP in that series and was, like, the greatest thing since sliced bread. The following year, Andre Iguodala averages 16, 5, and 4. It wins MVP again, and I'm like, wow, back-to-back MVP, final MVPs for guys who put up lesser numbers than LeBron's. Like, people bring up 2011 all the time. Like, LeBron can hit a game winner from Obama's backyard to fucking <laughs> beat Trump and all his racist supporters, and people will be like, but, but, but in 2011, in 2007, and I'm like, wow, imagine that, but it's just, I don't know, like, the NBA is just crazy like that, like. You know, I'm looking back at some of these numbers and some of these, you know, like, like I'm like, wow. Like, even looking back at Steph in that series, you had Steph without, you know, Kyrie with, you know, broken ankle Kyrie or I'm sorry, a broken, uh, you know, knee Kyrie. And you had Steph that was struggling against Matthew Deladova. Like, I don't know, man. NBA is weird. Like, I'm looking back at some of these numbers. I'm like, damn, game one, LeBron 
44, game two, 39, 40, like just like 40, 32. I'm like, man, this, this dude has really just had the worst luck when it comes to going against super and better teams in the NBA Finals. All right, hypothetically. Nope. Okay. Nope. All right, no, let's, let's hear him out. Let's hear him out. <laughs> let's hear it. Hypothetically. You got to let the crazy people talk. Right? No, no, no. no. Yeah. The chances are slim to none. We just established. All three of us just established. The chances are slim to none. Yeah. But what's like the the best scenario that could happen for this? What needs to happen? I mean, obviously we talked about there needs to be a health, some kind of healthy Kevin Lowe. J.R. Smith needs to turn back to Denver. J.R. Smith. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We can start with that. Um. um by the way, Tristan Kevin Love Tom- has been very bad against Raymond Green, so I don't know what's what's gonna happen. Tristan Tom- Back to 2016. Yep. Yeah, six fifteen even. Nah. Tristan Thompson. Um, do they even have Iman Chumper anymore? No. no, but he's George Hill. If yeah. George Hill, needs to George Hill was, wasn't he was next on my list. Go ahead, Demario. I mean, in reality, you would need to have that game seven, Jeff Green of like that 19 and eight with that stellar defense. You need George Hill to go back to that blonde hair, George Hill, when he was balling with the Pacers. I mean, there's so many. I mean, you're literally going to need, oh man, this is going to be bad. (laughs) This is going to be like, when you look at the matchups of J.R. Smith versus Clay, and then you got George Hill versus Steph, Oh man, this is gonna be bad. Like I just don't see <clears throat> this is going to be a mugging. Yeah, I don't see this like even being. This is gonna be bad, especially all oh, those third quarters are gonna be ugly. My boy LeBron's gonna be so gassed. It's gonna be terrible. I it actually is gonna be. It's gonna be bad. This is gonna be really bad. Because <clears throat> you just don't have. You don't have an answer for the bench. Like Kyle, Kyle Corver, he gets like my kudos. That boy has been balling. Like Absolutely. even though he was like bad last night, he couldn't hit anything. But man, I just feel like the dude's 37. Kyle, you're getting more from Kyle Corver than you're getting from JR, George Hill. You're getting a lot from Kyle Corver. Kyle Corver is, I mean, this is gonna be a bad series. It is. I um, wish I wish there was a way you could sub in somebody. Like, let me like sub in Kawhi. Kawhi hasn't played. Like, you know, like. <laughs> that is bad. Um, I feel bad for I feel bad for my boy Braun just for the fact that a guy like that, like you know, he really, 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 really gives it his all. And this team just is it's it's a bad team. And his his loyalty has a lot to do with how bad like his loyalty gave J.R. Smith that contract. His loyalty gave Tristan Thompson yes, that contract Tristan. because they won a title. So it's like ah, oh, like man, this is ugly. Um. On the, on the topic of LeBron, though, and especially with feeling bad for him, um, I don't know if we can start to discuss this, but passing the torch to KD again, it's going to happen. Look, this conversation is going to happen right now, in the middle of the series, and after the series. But there's no way that I'm ready to pass any kind of torch to KD. We just discussed this, you know, previously, and in the sense of, KD doesn't go out with two of the shooters next to best shooters of all time. And a side note, actually, somebody is there an argument going around that Reggie Miller versus Steph Curry? By the way, Steph Curry has that hands down, so we're not going to debate that today. But somebody's going around saying that um, Reggie Miller is better. Where did that? Do you guys hear about that? Reggie Miller is better than who? Who is? Who said that? I don't know. It's supposedly it's a debate going around. Reggie Miller is Reggie Miller is probably my. He's probably my most disliked I like, hate Reggie Miller. NBA player. Yeah. Well, you would, if, Marcus. I hate that man. I just here's what I don't here's the thing with Reggie Miller. Like, you, like if you listen to him on all of his I mean, he's like the worst, but if you listen to a lot of his play by play and stuff, you think that he has like a Steph like resume. You think that he was just that boy. And he was just eating and just was a, was a killer defender. I mean, sometimes I listen to him speak and I'm like, wow, like you are out here, bro. Like you really think you, I don't know. Mitch Richmond is better than Reggie way better, Miller. way better. Um, I don't, I don't uh, Poor I Reggie. Mean, I don't know. 
I mean, I. Anyways, we'll, like I said, we won't get into that discussion. But uh, moving forward, with There's this no torch, passing. We, yeah, passing with this torch, it's just LeBron never had it. Woo! It's John Wall's torch. It's John, exactly. Yeah, that's what we need to talk about real quick. Another finals run by LeBron. Without another faith. year ducking no. John Wall. Gabe's logic. Remember, remember two years ago when Gabe said that the, that the uh, Miami Heat didn't make the playoffs were going to beat Braun in the first round. I remember Gabe was like so high on that, like straight, like so high. By the way, that's another team that has a lot to do this offseason is the Wizards because the Wizards are a lot like Portland. Like I feel like their two best players also. Like I feel like that if the Wizards were to trade Wall. I feel like they would have that weird effect to where they would get better, much like if Portland was to trade CJ or, or, or like Dame. I feel like both teams are just kind of just standing there. Just they're never going to get over the hump because I don't think that Bradley, Bill, and John Wall like each other. And I don't think that CJ and Lillard. CJ had had an uh, interview a couple of weeks ago, and I think it was Stephen A. Smith, or it was one of the guys. And you could just tell that CJ, because like, they basically were basically saying the interview that like they were like CJ, you showed up and your boy did it, and like every time they said that CJ would have this smirk on his face, like like that Kyrie smirk, like it was just I don't know, it was a really weird. I could just I don't know. I feel like something big in Portland was going to happen this year. I, 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 I don't I know. It just was, it, it, it was just I don't know. It just was. See what happens is that with these teams is that they have too much ego. The one thing that I like about Golden State, none, nobody has an ego on that team. Not one person has an ego. And you would think. Because they've won. That's true. But you would think that these clowns would pay attention and throw the egos out the the window. But a lot of people don't. They're like, like I'll say on every podcast, there are only a handful of NBA players that really care about winning. Uh, That's proof. Proof is in the pudding right there. Um, I think there's also, like, not soon. I think there's also the problem of, like, okay, say you're Bradley Beal and you got John Wall as the face of Washington. Y'all been losing with John Wall as your number one. I- I'm right here. Like, you know, there's that Good big point. question of what if I'm the number one? Maybe we will be better. Good point. Maybe you're supposed to be the clay. I'm supposed to be Steph. Like, you always got that. <laughs> That's a good point, though. You got that dynamic if you like the number two on a on a middling team. Yeah, like, can, I, can I go somewhere yeah. and do better? No. Yo, wait, fellas. We got breaking news. Drake responded already. Don't don't. No, care. the curious ca- case of Brian Colangelo and the secret Twitter oh, Brian Colangelo from the 76ers has burner accounts. Brian Colangelo, a collection of Twitter accounts has that has criticized Joel Markel, disclosed oh. information, <laughs> outlined team strategy, etc. That br- what is going on in the NBA? Oh. So you got this man dry snitching on his whole team, bruh. This, oh, we got to cover this on the next episode. I'm skimming through. I literally just saw it. Like what? I, I go on Twitter and everybody's talking about Brian Colangelo and like burner accounts, and I'm like, wait, what? What happened? Wow. Yeah, man, that's a, that, that is pretty wild. Here's what's crazy. This is all in real time. What we're experiencing. Like put it this way. Like. If I want to tweet at Dame Lillard, I can literally tweet at Dame Lillard. And let's say the minute I tweet at him, he might just get on Twitter. And that might be the first thing that he says. Like, and he responds. Like, in the 90s, we didn't have this. If Michael Jordan had a bad game, guess what? He went home and went to sleep, right? Yep. <laughs> if Kevin Durant has a bad game tonight, he's going to go on Twitter. Like, it's just, so this is an ego thing. Like, y'all know what all the crazy shit I've been through. Like, it, you know how hard it was for me not to pop off on Twitter on everybody who was at me and mentioning me for all this stuff? Like, like no lie, like, I learned a lot about myself, so I couldn't imagine being an NBA player and having hundreds and thousands of it, tweets and tweets it, it, it and triples, tweets. doubles, exactly. Every single day, pretty soon you got a snap. So that's, man. Man, that's by man. the way, breaking news as well, it's kind of, uh, you know, in between Kendall Jenner supposedly dating Ben Simmons. What? Somebody, oh, man. Ben, Ben, stop taking L's like this. Stop taking L's like, you can't do this. I hope I know, not. I know you just lost the Eastern Conference, you know, second round. I know, I know it didn't do, go as well as you thought. You may be feeling sad, bro, but <sighs> there's drugs, wow. and then there's the Kardashian family. You have to wow. realize. This, I hope, I hope, I, man. Have you this, seen, this yo, men can't go there, or they just. This is wild. 
One of my buddies says Twitter's like the Humphreys, FBI right, right Chris, now. Wait, wait, no, we need to talk about this. Chris Humphreys was averaging about twenty and twenty before he hooked up with a Kardashian. He was a balling on my fantasy that, team. I remember that man. That man hasn't put up ten and ten since. Here's my thing. Okay, there are like thirty billion women on Earth. And, and you decide and ball players fuck the same ten. The same, it's like ten. They go around in rotation like a blunt. Like what is going, bro? Marcus, put it this way, bro. If you could have dated the sexiest, finest, flyest, most beautiful girl, and y'all break up and she slide in my DM, I'm not hitting that. Just be why? Why am I going to waste my time on something I wanted the home? Like this is, bro. You and Blake Griffin know, are light skinned. Y'all gotta stick together. Like you can't do this. I don't get it. I don't. Really I don't understand it. the logic in that. All these, all these beautiful women in the world, and I feel like the same ten are in consistent rotation, and yeah. five of them are Kardashian. Pretty much. <laughs> wow. Who's basically a Kardashian now? That's More crazy. Well, with that being said, gentlemen, um, Warriors and five. Four. I'm going to give the Warriors. I'm, <laughs> I really want to say four, but that's such disrespect. I can see. Remember who was that Iggy or was that Draymond that was like, yeah, we usually give them one. So I could see probably game three after losing game one and two by combined 600. I can see. <laughs> I can see like them going back to the land and winning. Yeah, I can see them. JR's, the game, JR's due for like a half a good quarter. And That's it might true. need that third game. And I can see George Hill m- might ball out for, I don't know, man. I- I'm going to say Golden State in five. I really want to say four, but I just feel like like that would just be, like, disrespectful. Go, I go to State in five. Warriors in five for me. Um, And look, you know, first and foremost. All right, if Iggy doesn't come back, it's five. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, I can say that. That's fair. that's fair. And then the thing is, he's supposed to get some. I think he's gotten some second opinion, so it doesn't look like he'll be ready in time for game one. Anyways. Yeah, so, so maybe I think, five. Yeah, I'm thinking five right now. It might cheat one away in Cleveland. That's I'll give you that. But I think it's going to go four. Anyways, um, so shout out to everybody who has followed us throughout this journey this season. This is one of our first full seasons under the baseline times name brand and um. What I want to say is a lot of fucking trash talk on Twitter, <laughs> Facebook. Just I, look, I'm done. I told you last, last episode, Marcus, that I'm done. I'm done posting the podcast episode. You're listening. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll give our educated opinion. You could come on the show and talk. I'm done with the Twitter Twitter fingers. I'm done with the keyboard warriors. Come at me, bro. I'm on the show. Just how to get that out there. Just have some fun, man. To be honest with you, this whole ride has been fun. Um, just seeing the camaraderie from different cities, teams. I mean, like Philly's back in the playoffs, Boston. I mean, it's, this has been fun, man. I, I can't lie to you guys. I love doing this. I, I get upset. I'm upset. Um, but <laughs> it's, I lost money. But this is a, this ride has been fun. Um, I'm talking like the goddamn season's over. It is. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> it is. I mean, the Western Conference Finals it's was serious, guys. You what know, we was waiting for. This has been fun, man. This has been fun. But uh. There's our there's our, our little preview there of the NBA Finals and um shout outs gentlemen what's up who you want to shout out today what's good I, I want to shout out to Gabe's mom shout out to Mama Lloyd uh, I text Gabe he couldn't do uh you know the um the podcast today uh, he said it was nothing serious but, like she was in the hospital for just an observation so he's going by to check oh, on Mama man. Lloyd so I want to say shout out to mom Get well. shout out to my well, shout out to my arch nemesis my boy Gabe. Uh, but yeah, shout out to the Lloyd family. Everybody, keep mom and uh, you know your prayers. Absolutely. I uh, just want to shout out to the homie right there. Absolutely. How about you, Marcus? Uh, I'd like to shout out. I'd like to shout out Boston for at least having the heart to go seven games. And you know what? That pains me because you know I hate Boston, but at least it's better than the Raptors, man. Like that's embarrassing. Absolutely. Like the Raptors were the veteran team. And they got swept while you had these young boys taking LeBron to seven games. Embarrassing. That's big facts. That's and you it. know what? That might have been foreshadowing to what's about to happen to Drake. He's about to get dragged. So shout out, Pusha T. Uh, my shout out, Ashley, I'm going to take this one back in house, and that's going to be uh, to Nate. Um, Nate was on the last episode with us. I was comes in and out of the episodes here. Nate is coaching 
um, a basketball team. Um, Nate is asking for funds to help send them with their travels, and the uh, they have a GoFundMe. So everybody, GoFundMe.com forward slash CR Basketball. Head over there. Um, it's a fundraiser by the Big Bang Foundation, and uh, basically his AAU basketball team is headed to a tournament, and um, they need some money to travel and, and cover the cost for the players and the families, accommodations, things like that. And then, basically, if they do win in June, they'll head here to Orlando with me in August and top uh, tip off against the top sixteen teams from the world. So I'm definitely hoping that. Um, Nate, shout out to you, dog. Like, this is big, man. Like, this That's goes b- above and beyond. Like, just talking about sports. This is helping a, a community, some some kids. Um, it's an under fourteen squad. So, I mean, shout out to y'all, man. I'm rooting for y'all. Hoping to see y'all here soon, in Orlando, in, in August, and uh, we'll make some magic happen. That's a big. That's a big shout out. You know, I've known Nate and I've known Am. Uh, shout out to both of them for like a decade plus. And what's dope is Big Bang actually used to be the name of their rap group back when Am used to go by the name Amtracks. And <laughs> <laughs> and to see that come full circle is like incredible. That's like, dope, man. To see all my boys all mature, you know, into men. And a lot of them are fathers now. A lot of them are uncles. And I mean, it's dope. It's dope. I'm really proud of my homies, you know. It, like it's an honor for me to call them my boys and a part of my circle because it's a lot of things that black men don't get credit for and this is one of them so just to kind of see some strong dominant black men out there doing great things for the youth is incredible so support 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 shout out to name i'm um, shout out to nate am amtrak's big bang big out bang here. baby out yeah. of cedar rapids yeah. iowa man come on That's bro right. these dudes That's are coming right. out of cedar rapids iowa shout out to them man <laughs> we'll, we'll see you guys soon but uh game one thursday gentlemen and uh here we go